0: hello hello horse girls and guys welcome back it's been a couple weeks i hope you all had a good thanksgiving got with your families if you you know celebrate the holidays with your families i don't always know what to say to people because like regarding holidays because there was one time i had a lady out for a lesson and she was an adult but she like wanted to just come spend time with horses and stuff So, like, she came out, and it was, like, a Father's Day weekend, and, you know, like, when we were done with the lesson, I was, like, you know, what did I even say? It had something to do with Father's Day and, like, you know, you visiting your father today or anything? And she's, like, nope, don't have one, never have. And I was, like, oh, well, I'm sorry. And then she was, like, nope, nope, it's fine. And so I was, like, okay, well, you know what? There you go. I just like didn't know what to say to her and so like now every time I talk about like the holidays I'm like you know hopefully people spend it with their families but if they don't like that's fine too but you know just hopefully you had a good holiday I don't know what to say I don't know what to say about it but anyways um if you did celebrate Thanksgiving hopefully you enjoyed it and ate lots of good food um I actually was impressed this year with the amount of food that I got to eat. If you guys don't know or haven't followed me very long, I am vegan or I eat a vegan diet, um, plant-based diet, whatever you want to call it. You know, sometimes like the, if you label your diet vegan, like the, the crazy ones come out and they're like, "Yo, well, you're not really vegan because you have that leather belt from 1990 that you still wear. And so they'll be like, you know, just attack you for basically everything you do, but I eat a plant-based diet, so um, most of the time, there is not a lot for me to eat at Thanksgiving, um, but, you know, I, I was um, satisfied this year. My mom made some, like, garlic butter carrots um My grandma, she remembered to leave out some mashed potatoes before she like mixed in the milk and butter and everything. So I got to do that. And my mom had like some extra vegan butter in her fridge that she brought. So I was able to like butter them up and stuff. That was great. Um, I think there was a couple. of Oh, my mom made like pumpkin cookies, vegan pumpkin cookies that I got to eat. So that was great. Um, On my dad's side, because my parents are divorced, so I have two Thanksgivings. I have an uncle that is allergic to butter. No joke. He is allergic to butter. Um, He used to work. I don't remember what. He used to work in a factory. He works for like Pepsi and Coke and like big companies like that. And he used to work in a factory that produced, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering it right, microwave popcorn. And so he over time developed an allergy to... The main ingredient in butter that literally gives it the butter flavor, it's not, like, from, you know, the dairy product. It's, like, what they put in it, which is why he still can't even eat, like, the vegan butter I eat because it's the agent that makes the butter taste the way it does. That even – it's even in the vegan stuff because it tastes the same. So, he knows he can't eat it. But anyways, so (laughs) – I have an uncle that can't eat butter, so there was mashed potatoes left out with no butter or anything on them, so I got to eat that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I ate. I don't remember, to be honest. It was almost a week ago, and my memory doesn't go back that far. Um, My boyfriend's Thanksgiving, his brother's girlfriend, because they hosted Thanksgiving, she made... Brussels sprouts, carrots, sweet potatoes, and she made this like banana cream Nilla wafer dessert, and she made it all vegan. Like we went to Fairway, and they had vegan whipped cream. They, Nilla wafers are like accidentally vegan, so I could eat those. It was bananas, and then we went to Walmart, and they had dairy-free condensed, sweetened condensed coconut milk, so she used that instead of regular condensed milk. And oh my God, it was so good. And her boyfriend actually had even said, because she made it just regular, like the regular recipe for her Thanksgiving. And then for his Thanksgiving, she made it vegan style. He even said he preferred the vegan one. So I was really impressed. And I might need to get that recipe from her because it was really good. And we did this thing where like, she just made all that stuff vegan. And She just didn't tell anybody or, like, mention it to anyone because my boyfriend's family is still very much um, in that, like, plant-based food is weird phase. And my family was that way for a while, too. Like, if it was vegan, they were like, oh, we don't eat that, you know. And so his family is definitely still like that. So, like, if they hear that it's vegan, they'll be like, oh, we can't eat that. And so she just didn't say anything to anyone about it and so that it would actually get eaten because otherwise nobody would eat it but me and then it'd be a big waste. So yeah, my family was like that for a while, like the first year or two. I've been eating a plant-based diet for a long time, probably like five years at this point. Um, But now that like there, it's made a lot and like I bring it and my mom makes it and you know, we just, it's more... (laughs) Common now, like it's seen more often because I eat it. Um, They're not really like that anymore. And, you know, they'll eat it if they feel like eating it. But yeah, for a long time, they were like, oh my God, it's vegan. It must be horrible. So nobody can eat it but Michaela. And um, they're starting to realize that actually, just because it's vegan doesn't mean that it tastes awful. I don't just eat everything that tastes awful, (laughs) it does not all taste like grass. Uh, my life would be very depressing if like all the food that I ate just tasted like grass, but it doesn't. It actually, it a lot of it tastes um, very similar and very close to the real thing. You know, sometimes it's a hit or miss. You know, I was telling my boyfriend, I've told him multiple times, like, especially when we first started dating because he just didn't know. Um, I was like, you know, it really depends like what kind of... um vegan you are or what kind of plant-based diet you're eating because it can be very cheap, very inexpensive. If you just want to eat like rice and beans for every meal and vegetables, like it's going to be super cheap. It's more expensive when you start spending the money on your alternatives like vegan cheese, vegan chicken nuggets, and patties, and vegan ice cream, you know, eating the traditional diet but vegan style. Those products are going to be more expensive. And they're going to be more expensive the better they are. So if you buy like the cheapest vegan cheese you can find, it's probably going to be terrible. It's probably not going to melt. It's probably not going to taste very good. But the more expensive ones, they're actually really good and they're pretty versatile. You know, you can work with them more similarly to, you know, dairy-inclusive products than you would, you know. So, yeah, it just depends. But I know most of you listening to this probably are not plant-based, so I'm going to move on now for your sake. (laughs) Sorry. I get very, um, you know, when we talk about holidays and stuff because they're so, like, Um, centered around food and, like, what people are bringing and whatever. But um, moving on to the next thing that came to my mind just now, I have noticed lately, like, because I listen to my own podcast. I listen to several. Um, 20-whatever is one that I listen to. I listen to Emma Chamberlain's um, podcast once in a while. Um, I just started listening to Squirmy and Grub's um, Junkyard Mayhem podcast Uh, a hot dog is a sandwich I listened to that one and a common theme that I have noticed through all of the podcasts this last month is everybody is talking about being around their families and how much they dislike it (laughs) and I've just it's like every podcast or every video that I'm watching it's like the topic gets brought up of being around your family, how to have, how to talk to your family, how to set boundaries, how to deal with difficult people. And I'm like, man, do people really not like their families these days? And now don't get me wrong. I have certain family members that like, I'm not crazy about either, but it just seems like everybody is dreading having to be around their family lately. I'm like, dang, here's my opinion on the matter. Your family, especially now, like, if you're an adult, if you're over 18, you're not living in your family's houses um, with your parents or whatever. If you're not living with your relatives, if you're out on your own, you're a full-functioning adult out in the world on your own self-sufficiently. Your family is not entitled or obligated to be in your life if you don't want them to be, if you don't like them, you don't agree on things, if being around them causes you stress or discomfort or anxiety or whatever, what have you, you are not obligated to give them your time. So, um, or give them, you know, space in your mind or existence. So like, I mean, if you really are dreading being around your family that much, I mean, you don't have to just remember that when you're an adult, You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do anymore. And even if they resent you for that or they're mad at you for that, sometimes you just got to take care of you. You know, you just have to take care of you and do what's best for your sanity and your peace. And if that involves like just sitting out of holiday events, or if you have a significant other and you choose to go to their families instead, like that's completely okay if you need that. Now, I'm not saying if you have one person at the family event that you don't like, just don't go at all. Like, I feel like there's definitely a common ground where, like, you can learn to be civil and just, like, maybe not really talk to that person if you don't get along with them. But, you know, don't make the rest of your family suffer if you just don't like one person that's going to be there. But... um yeah it seems like a common theme through this month of people like being triggered at the thought of having to go to holidays with their family and I'm just like wow I mean people don't go then if you like don't like your family so much I'm pretty lucky I get along with everyone in my family pretty well um you know, there are certain family members, of course, that, like, we have a little bit of different political views or whatever, and I'm not really a super political person, but there's always that one family member that, like, politics are their whole personality, so every family event they gotta start talking about whatever, and it's like, whatever, just, I'm gonna go in the other room. <laughs> I don't want to listen to you talk, and, like, that's fine. I can I can be an adult, and I can deal with that. That doesn't mean that I don't like that person. It just means that I don't want to listen to him talk right now, so... Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. All of my family members are pretty um, good people and I enjoy seeing them. And I really enjoy like the holidays, spending time with like my older family members, like my grandparents, my great aunts and uncles and stuff like that, because, you know, there's obviously limited of those days left with them. And I'm not saying like they're going to croak over and die like next week, but, you know, enjoy like the f- the family events while you still have them and stuff. So. Anywho, the next holiday coming up obviously is Christmas and so Christmas has been stressful for me y'all because like I, you know, my financial situation has been a little bit tighter this year since moving to a new area and like my horse business has just been really slow and like I'm only working very part-time. My YouTube like it makes me like (laughs) barely any money so it's just kind of like you know Yay, great. Christmas is next. So, I put together a little list um, of things to get a horse lover for Christmas. And I used to do these videos more often than I do now. But I figured, you know what? I'll do it again this year. And I'll just put together a little something. I'm sure there's going to be repeats from like past years where I've done this, but that's okay. I didn't put together a huge list, I have like eight things on here. That I really sat and thought about, like, what would I like? And, like, what's a good universal thing somebody could get a horse lover? And, you know, I try to think of things when I make these lists for people that, like, don't know horses and maybe just have, like, a grandchild, or maybe you just started dating this girl and she has a horse and you're like, I really wanna buy her something for Christmas, but I have no idea about horses and you know stuff like that or maybe you have a step kid that likes you know takes riding lessons or whatever so i put together a small list what to get a horse lover for christmas a gift guide shall we so the first thing i have on this list when we're just going to start very basic here and i know like some people don't like to do gift cards right but that's the first very basic of basic things you can start with getting a gift card to pretty much any tack or feed store like horse owners will never turn down a gift card to a tack store a feed store anywhere they can get horse products even if that's like even if it's an online store or like a store that's nowhere near you like a Dover gift card there is no Dover anywhere near me it's probably like at least four hours away to the nearest one but if someone got me a Dover gift card I'd be online like that day looking up what I can buy from Dover. But, um, well, you know, Farm and Fleet, Tractor Supply, Schneider Saddlery, Chick Saddlery, All there's all kinds, you know, horse.com, Stateline Tack, gift cards for that type of thing. And then, you know, they can pick out what they want with your money. That's the basic of the basic, but I don't think any horse lover would complain or horse owner would complain if, you know, they received a gift card in that, you know, manner. The next thing I have is cold weather riding gear, heated gloves, socks, etc. So, if you, you know, are with a, or buying for a horse owner. And I'm saying horse owner instead of horse rider because some people that, you know, just take lessons and stuff may not, you know, this may not work for all of them, but this actually if you know a horse rider that takes lessons even through the winter time cold weather riding gear is amazing um i know when i worked retail we had a few different years we had like these battery pack heated socks and they just had like a little battery pack like up where it comes up your ankle and you could put like two AAA batteries in them Um, and they would heat your socks, and like, oh my god, that would be amazing. There is a girl at our barn that has heated gloves. She's got like a heated She got all the heated stuff, and um, I know DeWalt and Milwaukee both make a heated coat that you can like, You just attach one of the batteries and then it it fits in your pocket. And so it heats your coat. I have a heated vest that runs off of like a cell phone battery pack. And you just plug it into like the USB and it fits in your pocket. Heated stuff like headbands, hats, whatever. Cold weather gear is so nice. um, And it makes life so much more bearable through the winter. I have a pair of winter riding boots. And I will say like the last ones I had were better than these ones are, but like winter riding boots are really nice to have as well. So, anything for the horse lover in your life to stay warmer through the winter if you live in a cold weather climate? Um, very appreciated. Next, another very basic one, but horse treats, even if they're homemade. So, you know even if they're in a bag if you just buy them at the feed store if you look up some recipes and want to home make some horse treats there is all kinds of adorable recipes out there and if you guys go on my YouTube channel way back in the day I have a playlist called I think it's called making my horses food and I like would try out all these different treat recipes I should do that again just for like a throwback or just a fun video I used to try all these different horse treat recipes I made horses ice cream cones. I made them cannolis. Did I make them a did I make them tacos once? I don't remember. I tried out all these different recipes and like seeing if they were easy to make, if the recipe came out good, if the horses liked them. Um yeah, I made a bunch of different stuff. So there is all kinds of recipes out there if you want to try to make horse treats yourself. The only thing I will say is if you're going to make homemade horse treats I would not do so unless you have a dehydrator. I am blessed that my parents gave me their dehydrator when I moved out of their house. They were like, take it. We don't want it. And so I didn't have to buy one because they are expensive. But if you don't have a dehydrator to dehydrate the horse treats after you make them, they will more than likely mold. So I wouldn't do so if you don't have a dehydrator. But if you do, awesome. Like, go for it. Or if you know someone, you can borrow theirs. Um. But anyways, if you don't want to do either of those, get on the Etsy because Etsy, oh my gosh, like Etsy is a horse lover's dream. Even if they don't know it, there is all kinds of shops on there. The same thing as like the dog treats. You can get on Etsy and there's all kinds of like bakeries and pet treat shops that they make all kinds of different treats that look like waffles and they look like your horse, you know, they'll paint the horse on the cookie and they look like pretzels and donuts and cupcakes and all kinds of stuff that you can feed your animals. So if you want to get on Etsy and find some like super adorable, probably expensive, but super cute horse treats, get on there and look, I'm sure there's plenty on there. Oh, sorry if I'm sniffling. If you guys can hear that, I've been sick and like, I apologize. It's probably annoying, but The next one I have is gift boxes. So if you're just like not feeling creative, seriously at a loss, have no idea what to buy, don't want to do with the other ideas, there are gift boxes like Saddlebox, for instance, is a subscription service. You could buy like a year subscription to Saddlebox. You could just do like a one time purchase of a Saddlebox, and it's like a gift box that has treats and brushes and hoof picks and like all kinds of different stuff like for horse owners and horse lovers um, you could purchase something like that I'm sure there's other subscription boxes out there you can also look on Etsy to see if there is like equestrian gift boxes that you can buy I used to sell that on my shop I don't do it anymore but I used to like sell equestrian gift boxes and then you know when somebody would order one I'd email them asking like you know do you know what this person rides English or Western do you know what their horse looks like. Do you have any pictures? Do they have a favorite color, like stuff like that? And then I would put the box together for them and ship it. So you could see if there's something like that or just like, like I said, get on Saddlebox and just buy one of theirs saddlebox't <laughs> sponsoring this or anything. They're just like the one subscription that I know of in my head. I'm sure there's other ones too, but something like that you could do. Next, I have personalized gift with their horse ornaments sweatshirts mugs stickers etc so i don't know about y'all but in my like facebook feed and instagram feed and stuff lately there has been so many customized gift options coming up lately that they're like customized ornaments where you can like submit a picture of somebody and their animal and then they will just print it on an ornament and send it to you or they'll paint it or print it whatever on an ornament or a coffee mug or you can get it put on obviously shirts and sweatshirts and stuff if you want to do that pretty much anything like that um would be suitable for a horse lover anything that a horse lover can get with their horse on it pretty much there you go that's your answer um Etsy also has multiple shops now because I keep seeing advertisements on them on like the Mustang pages. People are opening up Etsy shops where they will make stickers and they will make like your horse on a sticker. And so you can just sticker things with your horse's face on them. And it's super cute, super adorable idea. Um, I'm sure they are expensive like everything on Etsy because it's all handmade. But if you like have a picture, of said person's horse, um, you could submit that to one of those sticker Etsy shops. And I'm sure you could order stickers that look like this person's horse. That is super adorable, especially for girls. Um, You know, we have a thing for stickers. I don't know why I love stickers too, but is what it is. So pretty much anything like personalized with their horse in them or, you know, stuff like that on it. Next, I have home crafted stuff with their horse on it if you're creative. So this is like pretty much the same thing as the last one like customized stuff, but if you're creative, if you're like a crafty mom or crafty aunt or something like that. Last year I did this with a bunch. I did like my horses, I did my border's horses, I did my best friend's horses. I bought those glass ornaments um that are just clear glass and then I painted each horse's face on them. So like I have some for all of my horses. I've got like, and it wasn't good or anything, but if you're doing, if you're good at painting or whatever, totally go for it. I like painted my horse's little face on it and just like looked like a little cartoon horse. So I've got one of sugar and then I painted sugar's name on it next to her face. And then I went out and I cut a piece of sugar's like tail and I stuffed it inside the glass ornament. So it's really cute. I, I should have brought some out as an example, but it's super cute. And so, like, if you're into stuff like that, or you know, you're crafty or something, and you want to try to make something for the horse lover in your life, you could totally go that route. Um, sorry, boyfriends out there, if you're listening, if you you know you if you're not crafty like that, then that was a bad one for you. But you know, anything like that, um, keychains, the same thing. If you're like crafty and you want to make a little keychain type thing. Same concept. The next one is professional paintings or drawings of them and their horse or of just their horse. Um, I see people advertising a lot on the horse pages for this for portraits. Um, People that paint will, you know, advertise like they will paint portraits of your horse or they will draw, you know, professional pictures, drawings, colored pencil drawings of your horse and you, you know, they'll frame it and they'll send it to you, whatever. It's, I'm sure it's pricey, but I think that would be super cool. And I don't think any horse owner would turn down like a professional painting or drawing of their horse. So, and that's also like, most of these ways are really good ways to support like small businesses and stuff like that too. Um, So yeah, I would, I would definitely take a drawing or a painting of my horse on a professional level if, you find anyone that does that um okay and then my last one is this is really only if you have access to the horse or if you can get access to the horse if you like board or something maybe this the barn owner could do this for you but horsehair gifts if you have access to the horsehair um and you know that could be like bracelets keychains um you know, whatever. There's these companies like I know Tailspin is one of them, and there's a whole bunch of other ones. There's also Etsy shops that will do it that will make horse hair bracelets out of, you know, your tail hair. So you'd like go out and cut a chunk of tail hair off the horse. Or, like I said, if you don't have access to the horse, maybe the barn owner could do it for you or something like that. You cut off a chunk of their hair and then you send it to these companies and they will make like a braided bracelet or a keychain or. I don't know. They probably make other stuff too that I just, am not thinking of. An ornament, you know, if you want to do that too and send it off that way to get those made. Those are super cute. They're really sentimental. I have um, three horses tails currently in a drawer of mine that have passed away. One of them for sure, I would love to get made into a bracelet at some point, but you know, it's just a cute like sentimental thing. My horse passed away over a year ago and so he you know i wanted his tail so that i could either get something made like that or just like as a memorial thing i wanted to have his tail um i don't know to look at i guess it's just kind of a cute like nice thing to have like when a horse passes on you know they don't need their tail when they go into the ground so having that little piece of him is nice but that's about all i have for ideas um, this year. I used to do, like, whole videos on this, but then I feel like it gets repetitive every year. So, if I have another one of these videos, I'll link it down below, um, for you guys if you want to watch those. I'm sure I've, you know, repeated myself. But anyways, um, if the horse lover in your life is a coffee drinker, I know a lot of equestrians that operate off of coffee, including myself. So, couldn't go wrong with something like that either. But that's that's all my ideas for for the horse lover in your life. So, I don't know if you guys have seen my recent vlog. I did just post I posted a 40 minute vlog yesterday. That is probably the longest video I have posted in a long time, but yeah, I posted a vlog yesterday kind of a little update like follow me around video. I I don't know why I've gotten so bad. At vlogging, the last few times I have tried to do it, I like vlog two or three clips from a day, and then I will totally just forget that I've been vlogging, and so a week will go by, and then I'm like, mm, you know, I should probably like make this a video, so I'll vlog another couple clips from that day, and then I'll forget again. <coughs> so, yeah, that vlog is kind of all over the place, but I do have a lot of updates in it. Um, my borders are back, so. I talk a little bit about that in that video. Um, I give a little bit of updates on Mr. Chance. He's doing really good. Um, Hold on. This is going to stop again. So, give me just one second. Okay. There we go. We're we're back. So, yeah. I gave a little bit of updates on Chance. He's doing super good. Um, I took his blanket off for the last couple weeks because it was really warm, but now it's gotten freezing cold again. So, He's got his little blankie back on now, but he looks so cute. He's getting super friendly and he's loving like scratches and stuff. He wasn't a huge fan of putting his blanket back on, but he, you know, he was a little scared of it at first, but literally he was like backing away from it, all scared of it. But the second it touched him, he was like, oh, okay, that's fine. And he just stood there. So it was pretty cute, but you can tell he's feeling better because he's definitely more energetic He's not laying down as much. You know, babies obviously lay down a lot because they're always, you know, their life is super hard growing and stuff. So they lay down a lot. But, you know, I haven't noticed like since I've been feeding him a lot more like him laying down near as often as he was. So I think he's probably feeling better, feeling a little bit stronger, has more energy. And when I go in to give him like his grain, I'll like run across the round pin and he'll trot and follow me. He's getting very good about getting scratches. Um, yeah, you know, when I first brought him home, he was kind of like, oh, I don't know like how to feel about you touching me. But now he's really good. He just lets me scratch him wherever pretty much. Uh, and he's kind of gotten in the routine like he doesn't get his food until he lets me scratch him. So I scratched him a little bit. And yeah, he did graduate to a bigger pen. Also, I don't know if I like ta- clarified that, but he was living in the goat pen. And since I moved Oakley over to to that pen with them, I started giving both Oakley and BB grain at night. And the goats kind of caught on to that. And goats are just freaking stupid jerks. I hate them. Um, They are absolutely nothing but an inconvenience to my life. If they didn't eat the weeds on our property, they would just be gone because they have, like, honestly, no enjoyment. (laughs) But... They would, like, come up when I was giving the horses grain, and they just shove themselves in the way. They'd shove their head into the grain bucket. (laughs) And, of course, I'd freaking kick them or, you know, chase them off or whatever. And Oakley is still very, like, touchy and sensitive, and she doesn't know why I'm being so aggressive and, like... I'm chasing them. And, and so I would kind of like scare her and then she wouldn't want to come up to get her grain because she didn't know what was going on. And so now the goats just freaking ruin everything. They do. They literally ruin everything when they're with the horses. And so they needed to go back to being in their own pen, but that's where chance was living. He was living in the, what was the goat pen? So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to move chance over and let, let him live in the wrong pen for now, which is much bigger anyway. So I was just hesitant about putting him over there because my round pin is like three rails. It's like, you know, it's not panels or anything. It's like rails, wooden rails. And I was like, well, I don't know if he's like small enough that he could fit through those. Well, it turns out he is just big enough that he cannot fit through them. So he kind of like sticks his head through and tries to like pick at the little pieces of grass, but he can't like get himself through them. So that's good. But he's living over there now. And he will definitely go with the other horses. Um, nobody has said anything yet, but I just do want to clarify. He will go in with the other horses eventually. But right now, while he's on his own diet and everything, I want him to just be in his own pen eating his own diet. And I don't have to worry about trying to separate him or anything to eat. And um, plus, my he could go in with like BB and Hazel and Oakley into that pen where it's all solid fencing, but I do kind of want him to wear a halter right now while he's getting used to being handled and haltered and learning how to lead and stuff. And the, the bail feeder in that pen is really pretty sketchy. Um, it's pretty jank. It's got a lot of broken pieces and I wouldn't want him to get stuck on it with a halter. Um, and then the other pen, the round bail feeder is not janky. I don't think he could get stuck on it at all, but it's just three strands of hot wire. And I don't know if I trust him to go into that yet either because he is like small and the gaps between the wires are very large. They're not like the wooden rails. So I don't know if he gets a little bit bigger and taller and where I feel like he, there's no way he could slip through that. I would put him in there, especially because my borders have two Colts and I think it would be good for him to be with the other Colts and, you know, play and and they can be kids together, but we'll see what happens later on. Right now, he just needs to eat and grow, and he's definitely grown. You cannot see his ribs anymore, so that's good. He's got a a nice fat hay belly on him. He just needs to build up some muscle, which I'm sure is going to take time, and it's going to take, you know, exercise and stuff, but yeah, he, he doesn't really have any muscle, so he definitely needs to build that up. But anywho, I think that's all I have for today. So I hope that you guys are having a good holiday season. I hope it's, you know, nice out where you live and don't overthink it too much. Remember, if you don't like your family or something, you are not obligated to do, you know, holidays with your family just because that's what you do. But anyways, If you do see your families, I hope you have a great holiday season, and I will see you guys next week in the next episode. Bye.